This is Mountaintop History, a podcast produced by the Thomas Jefferson Foundation at Monticello. Mountaintop History brings forward meaningful stories from this historic home and plantation, from the past and from the present. My name is Kyle Chattleton. And I'm Olivia Brown. Thank you for joining us. We hope you'll learn something new. John Hemings is one of, if not the, most well-documented enslaved individual among more than 600 that Thomas Jefferson owned throughout his lifetime. There are letters that John Hemings wrote that survive today. He's also written about in a number of Jefferson family correspondences. John Hemings was born in 1776. His mother was Elizabeth Hemings, and according to his nephew Madison Hemings, his father was Joseph Nielsen, a hired carpenter at Monticello. He began working as a field laborer and then eventually a carpenter. And at age 17, he was put to work on the main house at Monticello, eventually becoming the head joiner. John was married to Priscilla. While their marriage was not recognized by the law, the Jefferson household acknowledged their relationship. The Jefferson grandchildren in particular held great affection toward the Hemingses. John made them toys and furniture, and Priscilla was, for many of them, their nursemaid, spending much of their childhood looking after them. One of the granddaughters, Cornelia, remarked in a letter that, quote, she has always been a kind nurse to us. There were a thousand little attentions she paid to us, and some very troublesome to herself. We do not, however, know what John and Priscilla Hemings thought of the Jefferson family. Their status as enslaved individuals created complicated circumstances for their relationship, oftentimes forcing them to spend months apart from one another. Priscilla Hemings was in charge of punishing children if they misbehaved, children that might own her one day. When John Hemings was working on Poplar Forest, Thomas Jefferson's summer home, he would send Jefferson updates about his work. Historians believe that he also used these letters to communicate with his wife Priscilla. And when Jefferson passed away, he freed John Hemings in his will, but not Priscilla Hemings. While the reality of slavery changed their relationship, it clearly did not break the bonds of their strong love for one another. There are a number of moments during the history of Monticello that are a testament to this, but there is a story that is particularly telling. In May of 1830, Priscilla Hemings passed away in the couple's cabin along Monticello's Mulberry Row. She had been complaining of headaches for a number of days, and one evening John read his wife some prayers before they went to bed. During the night she groaned, and John asked if she was doing worse. She told him no, but she also mentioned that there was something for him under the looking glass. John initially thought nothing of it, but later awoke to find that his wife had passed away. When he went to the looking glass, he found that Priscilla had left him a black cravat for mourning and a lock of her hair. John would later carve her headstone, inscribing on it, my dear affectionate wife, Priscilla. This has been another edition of Mountaintop History, a collaboration between WTJU and the Thomas Jefferson Foundation. Mountaintop History is also supported by a major grant from the National Endowment for the Humanities. 
To learn more and to plan your next visit, go to monticello.org.